Hey there, welcome to the Lighthouse Church Sermon Broadcast. The title of today's message is The Decision That Changes Everything. It has been said that life is a series of decisions. Certainly life is full of decisions. Some decisions are small. They, they won't really change much, like Should I have peanut butter or jam on my sandwich? Other decisions can be life-changing. Should I marry that person? Should I move to another city or another country? Today I'd like to present to you a decision that changes everything. A decision that makes every day different and transforms our lives for the good. It has changed my life radically and it can change yours. Now you may be thinking, Ah, I know what's coming. Believe in Jesus and He will change everything. That's not what's coming. So please keep listening. That said, this is very much where we need to start. Putting our faith in Jesus is the first step that we need to take. But that is not the decision that I want to present today. It's altogether likely that you know someone who believes in Jesus. But if you look at their lives, everything has not changed. Perhaps you believe in Jesus. You believe he died for your sins. But honestly, there are a lot of things in your life that have not changed. And this prompts a difficult question. Is Jesus not the life changer that people say he is? Or are we missing something? Now the Bible is clear that Jesus is a life changer. The life of the Jesus follower is described like this. Listen to 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 18. All texts I'm going to read from the New International Version. We all, who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory, are being transformed into His image with ever-increasing glory. Clearly, Jesus is a life-changer. So the problem must be that we are missing something. Let's find that something that's missing. And I believe that the answer is found in our key text, which is Luke chapter 9, verses 23 to 25. Listen to the words of Jesus. Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily And follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me will save it. What good is it for someone to gain the whole world and yet lose or forfeit their very self? The decision that changes everything is the decision to follow Jesus. That is, to become his disciple. This is much more than just believing. This is not a theological decision like, I believe the Christian message. This is a life direction decision. Let me explain. When we decide to follow Jesus, we are deciding to follow his lead. He leads and we follow. So he sets the direction for our life. This 
is a truly life-changing decision. It is, it is a decision to be led by someone else. The director of our life has changed. We are now under new management. Before making this decision, you and I were led by ourselves. We were led by our own desires, our own opinions, our own dreams and goals. And even when we thought we were being led by other people, we were still really following our own desires, like our desire to be accepted, or to be rewarded, or to belong, or even to avoid conflict. When we decide to follow Jesus, we are deciding that we are no longer going to be led by any of those things. We are now going to be led by Jesus. And this changes everything. As we begin to follow Jesus, we will find that his ways are sometimes very different from ours. So sooner or later, we will find that he leads us in a direction that we would not have chosen. At that moment, we have to decide, who are we following? Who is in charge? And we will also discover that following Jesus is actually a series of decisions like this. Yesterday, we made a decision to do something Jesus' way rather than our way. Today, we'll probably be faced by another choice. Tomorrow, there'll be another we will regularly have to make the same fundamental decision. Who will I follow? As we keep making the decision to follow Jesus, we will find that our lifestyle changes. More and more, we live life Jesus' way. More and more, our lives are transformed. This decision begins to change everything. Now, Sometimes we will find that this is easier said than done. For example, Jesus says, forgive that person. But we really don't want to. Jesus says, give that away. But we really want to keep that. Following Jesus will regularly highlight our differences in opinion. And we have to regularly decide who is in charge here. So the decision to follow Jesus is a decision to constantly surrender my will to his. I don't just surrender my will to him today. I surrender my will for all of my days. Now Jesus illustrated that with a powerful description. He, he used the illustration of crucifixion. In verse 23 of our text, he said, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves, take up their cross daily, and follow me. Now those disciples were living under Roman rule. They knew when a person picked up a cross, this was a point of no return. They were not going home for supper that night. Now, Jesus was obviously not telling his disciples to literally ask the Romans to crucify them. They wouldn't be doing any following after that. What he was telling them to do was to make a no-turning-back decision. They were to regard life as they knew it as over. They were no longer in charge. Jesus was. 
you could say that he called them to put their own agendas on a cross and crucify them. So when Jesus said to the disciples, today we're going to Samaria, the disciples didn't say, hmm, we don't want to go to Samaria. Or, what will people say if we go to Samaria? Their personal agendas had been crucified. So they said, okay, Lord, what time are we leaving? Now, as you hear this, this may sound pretty heavy or hardcore to you. It may sound that Jesus being what some would call a killjoy. But Jesus made his good intentions towards us very clear. Listen to his words recorded in John chapter 10 verse 10. The thief comes only to, to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they might have life and have it to the full. Jesus is wanting you and I to experience life to the full, abundant life. So why does he want to lay, us to lay down our personal agendas? Again, our text gives us the answer. Listen to verses 24 and 25 again. Whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me will save it. What good, is it. what good is it for someone to gain the whole world and yet lose or forfeit their very self? Jesus reveals a truth here that may initially shock us or offend us. But this truth will actually set us free and lead us into the most magnificent life. Here it is. Life as we know it, or life without Jesus, ultimately leads to destruction. The road that we naturally want to travel on will ultimately destroy us. What seems good to us isn't. I'm sure you can think of times when you misjudge things. I can. We took the path that we found the most appealing, but we ended up getting hurt in some way. It's a bit like an insect being attracted by a flower like a Venus flytrap. It promises them delight, but ultimately it kills them. As the proverb puts it, and I'm reading Proverbs chapter 16, verse 25, there is a way that appears to be right, but in the end it leads to death. Those of us who are parents know that sometimes we have to say no to our child for their own good. They may desperately want to play with that beautiful dog, but we know that that dog has a track record of biting children, so we say no. They may really want to climb that tree, but we know that it's full of bees that will sting them. So we say no. In the same way, Jesus sees the end result of each decision. Often what we think will be good for us will ultimately hurt us. So Jesus says no. And if we trust and obey him, we will be spared the pain that we were headed for. As an example, Jesus cautions us against the foolishness of chasing after wealth, thinking that we will be happy and fulfilled if we have all the material things that we desire. 
He reminds us that our immortal souls are worth infinitely more. In many cultures, even in some church cultures, wealth is a goal that people pursue. Yet wealth never truly satisfies. The great King Solomon was the richest man in the world. Yet he concluded this about wealth. Listen to Ecclesiastes chapter 5 and verse 10. Whoever loves money never has enough. Whoever loves wealth is never satisfied with their income. There are some people who seem to have it all. We may envy them, for they have everything they want. But Jesus is saying to us, don't envy that person. They have everything that they want, but they don't have what they really need. They're actually headed for destruction. This is a hard truth, but it's a truth that both frees us and transforms our lives. If you and I want to know true life, if we want to live life to the full, then we mustn't go chasing after our every desire. We mustn't go chasing after wealth. We need to let go of our incomplete, imperfect view of what we need. We need to accept the fact that Jesus knows better. Because he sees what we can't. So we need to seek his view. His perfect view. And when his direction is different from ours. We must choose his. Follow Jesus. If we do this every day. We will find ourselves living life to the full. And living a life of true eternal significance. This is the decision that changes everything. The life that Jesus calls his followers to is truly different and it sometimes feels strange to us, but this life is truly blessed. As we submit our choices to him, we are spared the pain of many bad decisions we begin to make choices that make life better, better for us and better for others. As we submit our desires to him, we are spared the frustration of chasing after things that just don't bring the fulfillment that they promise. Instead, we find rest, peace, joy and contentment in what he provides. We truly begin to live life to the full. We begin to live a life that becomes more and more magnificent. In closing, I would like to personally testify. I've experienced the reality of what I'm sharing. I spent years believing that Jesus died for me. But my life did not change much. Then I made a decision. I was going to surrender my life completely to the authority of Jesus. I was going to follow him. I was all in. And that decision has changed everything. Years later, I'm a very different person. For the good. I live a very different life. For the good.
after following Jesus for roughly 40 years, I am totally convinced that Jesus knows exactly what he's doing. His ways are sometimes very challenging. But time after time, I see the truth of his promise. He does bring life and life to the full. So I urge you today, make the decision that changes everything. Make the decision to follow Jesus, to be his disciple. Decide to follow his lead, to learn to live according to his words and his ways, to surrender daily to his leadership. This is the decision that changes everything. If you would like to make this decision right now, I'm going to pray. Why don't you join with me? Lord Jesus, I believe in you, but today I choose to follow you. You know how many bad choices I've made, how many wrong things I've chased after. Please forgive me. Please show me your better ways. I know that your ways will sometimes be very different from mine. So I make a decision and a commitment now to surrender my very imperfect will to your perfect will. Please help me to make this decision daily because I want to follow you all of my days. I want to be on this path of ever-increasing glory into eternity with you. Amen.